Thank you for tuning in to True Dominion Ministries podcast. I am your host, Latanya Stevens. Please go and visit our website at www.truedominionministries.com where you can take a look at our daily blog as well as get to learn a little bit about myself and Christopher. I am here today with a word from the Lord and the title of this message is called Fight with the Word. And so I'm going to go ahead and get started. So today's podcast is to remind us that in this spiritual fight, we have a weapon that wins every battle and it is the word of God. The word is something that is said, something that is revealed or commanded by God. In the beginning of the New Testament in Matthew, Jesus tells the devil in chapter four, verses four, men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth, which means he is still speaking Jesus knew how to fight the enemy with the word of God, not by only knowing it or reciting it, but by obeying it and believing of the intent of the word or words God spoke or is speaking. Because you see the devil memorized scripture too. And the difference between us and him is he truly knows the power and the authority the word of God has and what it is capable of doing, achieving and manifesting. When we truly believe and act on the word of God. So in Matthew 24, 35, Jesus said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. This is the last verse of the description Jesus gives about his return. And so from now and until that time comes, whether we are a believer, an unbeliever, saved or unsaved, his word will remain as it did before us and will continue after us when this world is gone. Just as John 1 and 1 says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. This scripture is the very first scripture you would read if you were to read the Bible in chronological order. Genesis would not come until after you've read John chapter one in its entirety. So therefore, before there was a devil, before there was sickness and diseases, before there were world catastrophes, before you and I even decided that we would love God, there was the word of God. In John chapter six, verses 66, Jesus asked his 12 disciples, are you also going to leave me? After many of his disciples deserted him after they showed their disbelief in who he said he was. So in chapter six, verses 68, it said that then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. In other words, there is no other way. Jesus alone has the words of eternal life. We have to be sure, certain, and believe in this word because it is the cure for everything we go through. And until we believe it, we will continue to desert or reject him just like those disciples that tried to contain him to what they thought he was and could be in John 15 17 says if 
if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will and it shall be done unto you. The word abide can be translated into remain. And what this means is if you remain in me and my words remain in you means you continue to exist. You endure, you persist, you stay, you prevail, you survive. Then you put Jesus in a position that he has to honor your request because whatever you are asking for is in his will and you know it's his will only because you remain in his words. That is your guide how to ask and what to ask for. You don't have to ask if it be your will because we know life and health and strength and wealth and abundance is in his word and he's going to give it according to what we can handle because it's in his word. When it comes to the word, it's not that we haven't heard it before or even quoted it before. It's that we have not changed how we perceive the word of God. So when we find ourselves under attack, we don't perceive it to be a spiritual attack. When we see or say the word of God, we don't look to see that it's to be used as our weapon to fight spiritually. Instead of us trying to understand the word, we just want it to make us feel good and ease the pain from us hurting so much. What we have done diminished the word of God to something that is ancient or reduced to what was as if over time it depreciated itself. So we have been losing fights and losing battles and people because we did not equip ourselves in prayer and communion and in fasting and in repenting, studying and exercising or demonstrating the word in our own lives, let alone others. Even though we fought with our tongue, we spoke the death over our lives, not knowing that wasn't a cause of the enemy, but the cause of our flesh. So not only do we lose fights with the enemy now, we are losing fights with ourselves simply because the word no longer remained. So we must go back to Ephesians chapter six, verses 17 to put on the whole armor. But most importantly in verse 17 says, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, because you have to be saved and you have to have a sword in order to fight. You can get knocked down. You can be stabbed and bruised and simply hurt. When you go to a fight unprepared, a spiritual fight requires the word of God. It is a part of your uniform, which tells who you are and who or what you are fighting for. It's your identity as well as your team. I can not deny that fighting is as much mental and physical as it is spiritual. That's why the Bible tells us to gird up our loins, to prepare and strengthen ourselves to what is to come. The only way to do that for team Jesus is to get in the word of God and allow the Holy Spirit to teach us. And as we also allow him to do what is necessary for the word to take root so that in time we are ready to use 
our weapon to kill the flesh as well as the enemy on a daily basis. And then when we are strong enough to be on the front lines, we don't come alone, but we come with our commander in chief. We come as not just hearers of the word, deceiving ourselves, but doers of the word as James one and 22 explain first Timothy in chapter six, verses 12 tells us to fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life, wherever thou art also called and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. We must maintain our position in Christ because we have somewhere else to go. We have somewhere else to be people to see and things to enjoy. It will be in second Timothy four and seven that we say we have fought a good fight. We have finished our course. We have kept the faith in revelations three and 21. Jesus says to him that overcometh, will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcome and am set down with my father in his throne. So you see, we don't have time to waste fighting the enemy in our flesh when our flesh is intended to die to itself, not because the enemy brought sicknesses and disease, but because the word of God can be spoken and commended our flesh to die. And so that the word of God can live and remain on the inside of us so that when the enemy shows up, he would see Jesus standing in the gap. And that's a different of type of fight because he has already won the victory. So don't worry about the enemy's plans and plots. Just make sure you remain in the word and the word remains in you. So fight with the word of God and you will be sure to win. Even when it don't look like it, even when you have more enemies, you can count. Even when you can't pay the bills, even when the repossession has already taken place, even when you can't hear God speaking, Fight with his words, for his word will never come back void. Every time the devil knocks you down, you get back up with the word in your mouth. No matter how hard he hits you to the ground, you get back up with the word in your mouth because that is your weapon. And that is what God has given to you and me. That is what God intended for his word to do. That is what God told us to do. And if we are faithful to him and if we remain in him, then we can be with him for eternity. And that's the goal. We want to make sure that we're, we're ready and that we're prepared to spend eternity with him. I thank you for listening to this podcast today, but because of this message, I'm also going to ask you to give your life to Christ. Give your life to Christ wholeheartedly, not part of you, not some of you, but you give it all to him. And whatever it is that you can't do in your own strength, he will strengthen you and do it in his. I thank God for showing me the way. I thank God that God removed some people out of my life. I thank God that God moved me away from what was familiar. I thank God that my children get to see me now in Christ. I thank God that he allowed me to live long enough to get it right. I thank God that he allowed me to step into his presence, to get into his face so I can hear him for myself so that I can learn of him for myself as he sent the Holy Spirit down to teach me. I thank him for where I am today because if it had not been for God, this message would not exist with my mouth. I thank God today for changing the words in my mouth and 
having me speak a new language. And I thank him for putting the heavenly language in my mouth. I thank him for saving me. I thank him for delivering me. I thank him for turning my life around. I thank him for the things that he did not allow the enemy to do to me. I thank him for forgiving my sins. I thank him for making me new. So on today, give your life to Christ. Become a new creature in him. Let those old things pass away and let those new things begin. Let the Lord pour down the oil on the top of your head so that you may be holy. Let him cleanse you with the blood of Jesus. Let him save you from yourself and from the enemy that wishes to devour you. Let him be your God. Let him show you who he is. Let him be where you spend eternity. Be saved on today. Don't play with it. You don't have that kind of time. Don't straddle the fence because you don't have that kind of time. Be saved on today and learn Jesus for yourself. Don't wait on any preacher or pastor. Don't wait on any evangelist or teacher or prophet. Learn of him for yourself. He is your father too. I end this podcast by saying, may the grace of our Lord be with you in Jesus name. Amen.